0: Have you been enjoying the adventures of our characters in Rumble Squad and serviceable plots, or getting into the nitty gritty rules for 5th edition? Support us on Patreon. By contributing as little as $1 a month, you'll get to hear exclusive content and updates before anyone else. Our higher level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, and even a chance to add an item or NPC to a D&D Raw episode. Yes, you can hear our silly out of character shenanigans and even cause some of your own by influencing the story. Our producer tier patrons listen to our audio before anyone else to give feedback and shape the final episode. We want to give a special thanks to our producer tier patron, Matt Fry for serving as a producer on this episode. We also want to thank our adventure tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Feral Joe, Grimfuse, and a Linux fan. To join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. By joining our patrons, you enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. And if you're not able to support D&D Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. Next week will be Rumble Squad, episode 24. Join us now for Serviceable Plots, episode 24. Remember my name. With me today are the following players.
1: Hi, I'm Bethany, and I'll be playing Belinda Walsingham, the Half-Elf Awakened Mystic.
0: Hi, I'm Adam, and I will be
2: playing Akiva Kanchu, the Shadar Kai Hexblade Warlock.
3: Hi, I'm Mike, and I'll be playing
4: Scrib Whitecliff, the Human Mastermind Rogue. Hi, I'm Giuseppe, and I'll be playing Valen Blackwater, an Azamar Monk Paladin. <laughs>
0: Last time, Scriv competed in the Cataclysm competition, but wound up losing to Belinda's father, Roland, in the semifinal match. Meanwhile, Valen competed in the 1v1 competition, making it all the way to the finals before being knocked unconscious by an armored figure named Mavic Thule, who claimed to follow the chaotic evil deity, Archon. Finally, the party settled in to have dinner with Belinda's mother, General Walsingham, before Belinda asked to have a private conversation with her mother at the end of the dinner. Belinda, as your father goes into detail over the different maneuvers and strategies he was using during the game and how Scriv might be able to improve you and your mother, exit the room. She walks slightly ahead of you and proceeds down the hall a little ways before entering another small room. It looks like some sort of barracks, but no one is in here right now.
1: Okay, so I've been here before, so I'll follow along behind her.
0: As you enter this chamber... She turns that we won't be disturbed here. So, you wish to speak with me more privately. What on?
1: Well, a lot has happened since I left Orenthal on this quest, for lack of a better word, to find out what's going on with Adar's, I hate to use the word absence, but it seems to be the best word. And uh, I wanted to fill you in and get your advice and just make you aware of some things without alarming my father too much. Not that he's terribly prone to panic but i know he prefers to have sort of a wall between the things he knows and the things he doesn't want to know
0: yes of course makes sense i don't see your father panicking much over many things but please what should i be aware of
1: well we filled you in on the undead attack at a high level but it was some deathlocks, including one that seemed to be a mastermind who was coordinating
0: I can't say I know much about Deathlux in particular. Form of undead caster, I believe, yes?
1: Correct, yes. And they're seem to be targeted and directly related to us acquiring or taking on this cleric Zolus and bringing him back to Orenthal. They seem to know he was coming and be trying to prevent him from leaving Amaran to come back here with the information he had.
0: Interesting. Well, this better explains the sudden attack that you mentioned on Amaran, how they were so unprepared for the initial strike from a secretive, quiet undead.
1: Well, and I'll say it wasn't the only attack. We had another.
0: While you were in Amaran or elsewhere.
1: We were in a small town of Fairvale that's just on the road back from Amaran. We decided to just travel rather directly back and they just appeared suddenly and they seemed to be not just after Zolas, but what he was carrying, an artifact of Tenebris
0: I am unaware of that name. Is that some form of powerful entity?
1: Yes, a demon lord.
0: This seems rather beyond what you and I usually would have to deal with.
1: It is. It's more indicative of something larger, I think. that It's a piece of a puzzle, rather than the piece itself being significant. I thought you should be aware that there seems to be a puzzle that's happening. We also received a prophecy of some sort of doom and gloom. I'd say it was concerning, but we've seen this before. You know, these things come and go, Orenthal and the Vremur Empire goes on, so I haven't been too alarmed. But I'll say there's a lot of specificity to what's happening here, that all of these issues are arising almost in some sort of coordination. You know, you've taught me to suspect coincidence, right? Where other people see events that just happen at the same time. I know you take a step back and look and say, how are these things related? So between... The attack on us to get this amulet and to kill Zolas, The whispered ones apparently being at work.
0: That one is quite concerning.
1: The press gang taking people. It feels like these are all not unrelated incidents. And as we came closer to the river Empire, it just seemed to be more things that were occurring that gave me pause.
0: So you believe that there is definitely a coordinated effort of some sort.
1: I hate to use the word conspiracy because it tends to evoke some sort of paranoid delusions, but I think there's some sort of conspiracy afoot. And I know you're prepared for such things, but I thought I should present you with what I know.
0: The Whispered Ones, when they initially made their mark in history for Orenthal, they infiltrated high-ranking members, moved up slowly. The fact that they are active again... Doesn't bode well. We may need to increase security measures around Norenthal, particularly around the Adamantine Palace.
1: My recommendation would be to funnel some more funding towards, maybe not the military itself, but, you know, some of your support structures for intel gathering and perhaps someone you could have on the inside.
0: Attempt to infiltrate the Whispered Ones?
1: The Whispered Ones seem very organized, and if they are, I'm sure the right people in the Vremor Empire are aware and I'm sure they've taken steps to get the right information they need to perhaps get their people in the right places to handle it but it's possible also they don't know the extent
0: I can speak with Windale and see if I can help him out if he requires any assistance in that aspect I appreciate the information of course Belinda knowing that the whispered ones are about is problematic we'll be fine we've dealt with them before
1: Right. My concern is not so much that these different pieces aren't being dealt with, it's just that they're indicative of a greater picture and maybe no one has seen it at the high level. Not that I'm saying I definitely see it yet, it's all hazy and shadowy, but there's just a lot of things that I've seen. Can I kind of walk her through it, like event by event, in order?
0: So, you want to explain basically the major events that have occurred along your journey here?
1: Yes. With the exception of any mention of the conversation with Esvel or the Dragonborn that we decided to let go, I will completely exempt that conversation from my retelling of events.
0: So you're saying it in such a way that you defeated the Felforge, then got LNN left?
1: Yes. I also don't mention anything about Akiva's personal Umbra situation.
0: Okay. Well, if this is a larger picture of coordination, that means that someone is trying to move pieces in place. Most likely, considering the efforts that the Whispered Ones have gone through in the past, they are probably the ones behind this. If they are trying to make efforts of some sort of attack or control, it wouldn't be out of character for them to use undead, if they're being supplied by other criminal elements such as this press gang. I guess the question then is, what is their goal? It doesn't make sense that they would want to just summon forth a demon lord?
1: I honestly don't know. I don't think I have enough information. I've tried not to spend all my time in fruitless speculation. I'm more just trying to look for more pieces to help get a sharper image. But I know they have always sought power, and they almost had it, and they lost it. I think they want it. I just don't know what form it looks like now or what their path is, but they've always worked best in the shadows, so I think shining a light on them would help.
0: I agree. I think by focusing more of our attention on trying to find them, look at any more of these bases of operation, these areas of experimentation that they've utilized in the past, and apparently still now, perhaps we can flush them out.
1: You know, I normally know what to do, but this feels like it's a much larger scale than I have the resources to do myself. I can keep looking. I have other things, you know, I'm working on. I'm still trying to find out what's going on with Adar. I had that brief moment of contact with him, but I'm only one person. I can keep gathering information day after day, but I can't send people to ask the right questions at the right places. I can only be in one place. I'm hoping working with people I can get further, but I know you have the means and tools at your disposal to get a lot further than I can.
0: I'm glad you brought this to my attention. It's something that we must deal with as swiftly and decisively as possible.
1: Yeah, and I don't quite know what to do. Do I just trust my intuition and make decisions as I come to them? or
0: Coming to me is an excellent step. I have more resources at my disposal than you do, as I remained within the government of the Empire. And she does give you a little bit of a look.
1: I've tried to make the best choices I can. I know I've screwed up before and I I don't want to happen again. I'm trying to keep my priorities straight and not get caught up. Sorry, I don't mean to be showing hesitancy. It's just been a very trying time. And, uh, you know, I have my traveling companions here, my allies, but they seem to be very much caught up in the details. And it just takes a lot sometimes to be constantly trying to gather the bigger picture and yet also plan to move forward. You know, I'm not used to being on the ground, crawling through tunnels. None of this is what I spent my life preparing to do. Not that... I regret doing it or it's not worth doing, but it's pushing me outside of my comfort zone.
0: Well, do you trust the company you keep?
1: Does that have to be a yes or no answer, or can it be a qualified yes but?
0: There are many people that I trust, but not with everything, or trust to a certain extent. You know this, Belinda.
1: I know. I trust that they will do their best and that they will stand by me. I don't trust any of them to make a decision for me on any subject.
0: I trust my own judgment first. Are they more of an asset or a liability to you and to getting this job done? We're going to get the job done. I don't doubt that in the slightest, but that still doesn't answer my question, Belinda.
1: I don't know yet. I don't have enough data. (laughs) I should just say yes, but-
0: I'm not looking for yes men in, in my organization or in you.
1: I'm used to being able to trust my instincts on everything at all times, but I have been very wrong before.
0: This revelation of this incubus assassin shook you more than... hmm.
1: I got betrayed by someone I met and talked to and didn't even suspect, despite seeing all of the holes and the red flags looking back. I got caught up in the moment, too. You know, it just seemed so ridiculous that it must be true, and I let my guard down, and someone almost got killed. I mean, he didn't. I did my job.
0: Yes, you did. Next time you'll do it better. You're right. Well, I do believe some congratulations are in order, Mediator Walsingham.
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah, the opportunity presented itself, and you know it's always been on my list, and I think it could serve me going forward on this path I'm on to figure things out. It can't hurt to have a little official recognition, It's been a while since I've had anything beyond my name.
0: I'm glad that you are doing more for the Empire in this case. The Erudite Sanctuary is an excellent place of learning and understanding, and they do much for the Empire. But I am saddened that you did not continue your work for the government.
1: I've never stopped serving in my own way, you know? I just couldn't stay where I was.
0: I am just much happier that you are, again, have capabilities to assist the Empire further.
1: You raised me to do my duty, and I'm never going to do anything besides that. You know, duty first. It's the Walsingham way.
0: Can't understand any other way to live. I know. What of Jack's son? Is he as capable as his father?
1: Is anyone? I know you never saw eye to eye with him on how to approach things.
0: Why he felt the need to leave Orenthal at all always surprised me, but...
1: He thought his talents would best serve in a different capacity.
0: I don't deny he's done... An extraordinary amount for the Empire.
1: I guess to answer the question, you weren't exactly asking, no, Scriv is not like his father. I think he wants to be.
0: Just not there yet?
1: He's still figuring things out.
0: Doesn't sound like Jack.
1: No, it doesn't. I think I'm helping him in my own way. Just trying to be a positive influence. I don't know, is that something people say about someone they're traveling with? None of this is inside of what I have been trained to do, but I think I am trying to remind him of where priorities should be. I think he's on a good path. I think he's just traveling at his own pace.
0: This business with Solana, to go somewhere where he hasn't been for the sake that he hasn't been there?
1: I think he wants experiences. I think that's his way to figuring things out, is to contrast what he's experienced with what he hopes to experience going forward. Some of us just know who we are. Some people have to figure it out. At least that's what people tell me. I don't know.
0: You'll have to let me know how that goes. Jack has always been an invaluable asset to the Vermer Empire. I'd like to know that his son can be as well.
1: I'll do my best. I do my best.
0: I am sure. Akiva, you trust him enough?
1: I trust his intentions. And Valen? I think so. We have not seen eye to eye on everything. I do think his first loyalty is to his Deva.
0: Yes, his Deva.
1: Do you have some insight there?
0: Nothing specific. Considering for a year he and Akiva were traveling around, they're an odd pair to look at, so they get noticed.
1: Yes, they've definitely made the rounds and made some friends, maybe a couple enemies as well, but nothing serious. I think most of their activity has been rather small scale.
0: No major issues coming up around them, usually bandits or minor community disputes.
1: But no, I think we're all doing well together for now i don't know if that's how it will always go i don't know if our interests will always align we're all in agreement that we were committed to getting zolas here which we've done that's really been a an accomplishment considering the obstacles i don't know what's next i'm not very good at talking about my feelings i know that's something i get not to be unfair i get from you
0: your father doesn't know sometimes when not to talk about how he feels about particularly you and your brother
1: yes he's very expressive i think would be the right word
0: Quite different from many other High Elves.
1: But just to be direct, I do know I have been a source of some pride mixed with some disappointment. And I want you to be reassured that I'm continuing to do my best in the role I'm in right now. And I'm going to only bring credit to the Walsingham name.
0: Very good. I will look into the matters that you have brought to my attention. If there's nothing else?
1: No, I think that's everything. I guess we should head back.
0: Your father is, I was going to say, probably boring your companions to death. They love it. Yes, they're rather into this cataclysm game.
1: Well, Scriv's been learning his whole life, and Akiva's really taken to it, apparently. Reminds me of my childhood, a bit. Sorry, not that they're children. I I seem to have-
0: No, no, that's fine. (laughs) We should head back. Yes, please. And she gestures to have you walk with her out of the room. Okay. So Belinda, you are escorted back to the rest of your party as you hear your father talking all about the various strategies and plays in the Cataclysm tournament. But eventually the dinner does end and you are escorted out of the building and out of the Regency district and can head back to Belinda's apartment. It was a good night. Because of
3: the food? She's nice. Like, she cares. She's terribly intimidating and uh, that's a thing but she cares.
1: Yeah if it's important to the empire, it's important to her. I'm glad that she's gonna help out
2: Yeah I haven't dealt with anybody that intimidating in a long while
1: Yeah have you only met nice people since you came to the plane? Like relaxed unassuming.
2: I mean not always nice but never that intimidating. See, it's
1: kind of just become normal to me you know being goal oriented both my parents <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can see that
1: I'm glad you enjoyed the dinner.
2: Thank you for bringing us along.
1: Well, hopefully it will provide some insight into how I am the way I am since apparently meeting my father was baffling. A little bit. (laughs) Does it make more sense now?
2: (laughs) Makes a little more sense.
1: No, she's a good person. She does a lot. Like, the actions she takes on a daily basis improve the lives of countless people around the Empire. Don't let her hear that I said that.
3: How far do you think she's going to dig in terms of the Whispered Ones?
1: As far as she needs to go to make sure the Empire is safe.
3: Okay. A lot of things weren't said in that conversation. It's different. Different how? Well, I mean, take it when I'm talking to my dad. I give the report, I state the facts, and that's that. But here, it's just a giant game. It's a lot of hidden information. Still a better relationship than my family. Don't worry. At this rate, we'll probably get to meet them too.
1: Yeah. Akiva, what are your parents like? Warriors. Seems fine to me
3: traditional warriors.
1: What does that mean for you?
3: So imagine me,
2: a bit more muted down, being raised by two warriors. I am what you would call the family disappointment. I'm sorry. My younger brother is definitely a bit more like them.
1: I get the idea of having a competition with a sibling.
2: Since we lived in such a tightly knit clan, it was almost having an entire village of people overbearing down on every tiny thing that you did that was wrong, so... At least you weren't banished.
1: No, I wasn't. But, I mean, what you're saying sounds very relatable to me. (laughs) There's not a lot of room for error in certain lives. I don't like making mistakes either. Maybe making mistakes is good for you.
2: I've come to terms
3: with it.
1: (laughs) Well, I won't say this was a normal family dinner. Just for your, you know, material plane experience, Akiva. Like, this is, I don't think normal. I think Scribus is more normal.
3: At least you have a relationship. That's all I will say. Yeah, so we're going to stop by a stall and grab something sweet, lift our spirits. Oh yeah, there'd be some places. They have some honey
1: cakes. We like those. Yeah, those are around. Get some honey cakes and eat those on our walk back.
3: Okay. And then tomorrow, back to work. I want to do some research in the uh, temple, if they'll allow me, without having you babysit me.
1: I'm sure it'll be fine. I wonder how Vela did with his competitions. We never heard.
3: I imagine
2: we'll eventually hear of... Oh, a large, towering figure that swept the floor with everybody.
1: Well, he was entering multiple things, so I guess we'll find out.
0: So, we're going to jump over to you, valent. You awaken at night at the Temple of Karras, being kind of taken care of by Armand. The last fight uh, was a little more for you then, huh? You doing all right? I have some food. You've been out for a few hours. He spoke to me of Archon. Armand is no longer smiling. Fairly certain.
4: I didn't imagine that, and he was certainly not a normal man.
0: It wasn't some sort of intimidation, are you sure? He challenged me to use
4: the power Eshonai granted me. She's not exactly well known, and that's not something people normally joke about. It's one thing to worship Aroxus, He is lawful. He has followers. But never have I come across a seemingly sane individual who would speak about serving that unspeakable being and for him to have beat me and then let me live I'm concerned.
0: I can't imagine that if anyone were to worship and follow Archon and was saying that they would just fight you and not try to kill you. Well, that's the thing about worshippers of chaotic entities.
4: They don't always necessarily have rules that we understand. I don't know what's going on, I just know that I'm going to have to figure some things out about that man.
0: You know, we talked earlier about trying to reach out to I fully, completely. Maybe she knows something?
4: Yeah. If nothing else, this definitely drives it home. If the followers of Archon have their champions, and they haven't spent their time idling away and getting soft, then I haven't been doing my job. I need to get back into the right. I'm
0: sorry. You wanted food. Yes, let's... More if you wanted food, because... Again, it's past uh, normal supper time. Yes,
4: I should have something to help me recoup. And to give me some energy. I don't think I'm going to be sleeping tonight.
0: I'll meditate with you. You shouldn't be up all night by yourself. Thank you, brother. Of course. Come, let's have some food. Maybe drink a little to ease some of those bruises.
4: Yes, well... I won't say no to that.
0: He just claps you lightly on the shoulder and takes you over to the mess to get some food. So the next morning, Belinda, during your contemplations, you have been focusing on what you are capable of doing. You have been able to use your powers to help others to heal injuries. And pushing yourself, you feel you could even restart a heart if the person hasn't been out for long. Getting an understanding of all of your capabilities, you sense the minds around you. You get more thoughts, and you're confident you could delve deeper and get memories from them. Scriv, as you practice during your normal morning routines, you are much more focused with the bow. You have been actually now using your shield more as well, getting used to the weight of it now that your injury is gone. And just the back and forth, you feel you can even recover a bit in the midst of a fight. And just overall are feeling much, much more capable in combat. Akiva, as you awaken, the room is still and you hear a distant voice of Umbra. Akiva, difficulty connecting. You need more. Give you what I can. Warning to Nebris not done. You feel a pulse in you, you feel stronger, and you have an understanding of the illusion magic that you're used to using. You think you can enhance it, to make not just a sound or just an image, but both combined, make something look extremely realistic. And your normal Eldritch Blast, as you feel the power in your hand form, you sense could be fired Twice and hit harder, but that connection—something with Umbra—it seems like he pushed this through a barrier to get it to you. Okay, but you do feel more powerful. It seems as if he gave you this in this somewhat distant, weakened state for the sake of expediency. Not not much is going to happen other than what you guys are are doing over the next four days, Valen. I know you're mostly meditating contemplating on what it means to be a servant of Eshenai, and you're setting up to do a ceremony in which you officially take oaths to Eshenai, and so that there is an understanding that Eshenai now has paladins. So are you guys going to see Valen?
2: Yeah. I was curious, as how Valen was doing, I was going to go see him at the temple. Did either of you two want to tag along? Yeah, sure. I did. I
1: think we're planning to go to the library later, but we have time. Okay. It's not far. We're in the same district, yeah.
0: And things are much less rowdy now, as the festival to Arlios is over. So people are going about their normal daily business. You make your way to the Rose and Gold Temple and are able to find Valen. Akiva, you saw where Valen was staying, too. Yes. So, so when you guys come up to Valen, you notice a dark, like black and purple bruise along his jawline, and with his stretch and everything, you notice like he's kind of being a little sensitive to one side by his ribs. <laughs> How intense is this? It's bruising. There's no puncture. There's no cuts. Something hit him really hard. Like, there's other, like, smaller little bruises here and there on him, but the most noticeable one is the one along his jawline.
4: Phelan, what happened, buddy? Morning, everyone. Hi. Morning. Hi. Hi. How was everyone's night?
1: Apparently better than yours.
4: Yeah. You know, it was it it was it was pretty good overall, I gotta say. Met some interesting new people, uh, Tabaxi, uh, Delightful, I believe she was Elvin, might have been half Elvin, I'm not sure, but a, a dervish of some sort, danced and fought. Great, uh, Narakakra, servant of Archon, who bludgeoned me into the ground. That
1: seems about right for a servant of Archon.
4: Yeah, so that's the one I'm a little concerned about. Archon? You may have heard of him. Chaotic god of darkness and madness and evil. Once the god of freedom, being held in eternal darkness and chained by my goddess. They're just allowed to walk the streets? I I haven't had a lot of time to dig into that yet. I woke up late last night after being brutally knocked unconscious with, and I cannot stress this enough, very little effort.
1: Was this an event you were partaking in, or...?
4: the one-on-one armed combat. Oh. So just one of the people, large man, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of plate mail.
1: Hold on, how large a man is this? You are, beg my pardon, a large man. So how large is a large man to you?
4: Based on size, I find it unlikely that he's just human. Ooh, I might have had lifts in the plate mail, I, I can't be certain. But large, large. I got a name. He was very insistent that I know that. I don't think he's worried about me finding him.
1: What was the name? Mavic Thule? It's a very sinister-sounding name.
4: Yeah, so... Spent some time internalizing all of that. Trying not to be so serious about it because, uh... My current condition, I'm not sure I can actually do anything to him. I tried. I tried everything. And it didn't really stick.
2: I gotta tell you, this is not how I expected your 1v1s to turn out, I expected you to, to find you as the champion. <laughs>
1: yeah. Akiva had full confidence.
2: Do we need to worry about this guy outside of these matches? I'm pretty worried.
1: It sounded personal. If he made sure he knew your name. Most people don't care if you know their name. I think Scriv, Akiva, in your fight I don't think anyone was like, remember my name.
2: No, I didn't even catch their names.
4: No. He specifically came at me looking to see how strong I was as a champion of Eshenai, which, again, red flags, not a ton of people going around doing that. I'm pretty sure that he thinks I'm not a threat, not something I'm used to, but I can't say that he's wrong. I'm more worried about him in an existential way, like, why does the Sealed God have servants rolling around Orenthal looking for... Servants of the people who bind him.
1: Right, right. That sounds exactly. concerning. Yeah. Scriv, what do you think if we have time we could see if we could find this character and ask some questions?
3: I would prefer to do research in the area about a support network. If he's acting this brazenly, then that means that he has to have someone supporting him. Either a patron or an organization that, that defends Archon. True. I would be more concerned for that.
4: I think that has less chance of us finding you two cleaved in twain on the streets of Orenthal
3: I'm
1: not super worried about that happening
4: if
3: somebody could hurt him like this?
1: in a scenario where it was set up for them to hurt each other I'm not saying we have to do anything I was just proposing it
3: speaking of worrying news that
2: may be related I received a message from Umbra oh great he gave me a surge of power but his message seemed distant almost like he had to push through in order to get his message to me And also he told me that Denebris isn't done yet. I don't know if it's related or not, but another red flag.
3: I'm worried.
1: You know, we're just working on a list, a very concerning list of things that continues to grow. So we'll just mark that down as another thing to be incredibly concerned about because apparently there's no good news. Zolas isn't
4: here. Did, Did we finally actually get him where he needs to be?
1: We did, and it was awkward.
2: He guaranteed us that the person we were leaving him with would do
4: no harm to him. Did he take the... And I kind of just...
1: Nope. Oh! It didn't come up, and we didn't volunteer anything extra.
4: Okay, so we've still got that.
1: They're going to verify his information, and I'm sure we're going to hear back. So I expect there to be more information in the next day or two, or more questions, probably is the better way of putting it. So we haven't quite put a bow on it, but we did get paid.
4: Right, money that was the objective yeah
1: originally yes uh, I do work for the money I know there's been a lot going on though I know we, we've lost track because there are you know threats from other planes threats from demons
4: yeah small armies of undead
1: yes uh, mystery magical artifacts that we don't understand you know it's a lot but also getting paid is still good
3: absolutely
2: on the plus side even if to serve his own interests it seems like Umbra is cooperating with us by giving us this tip At least
4: he's not against us right now.
1: That's definitely looking on the bright side of Kiva.
4: Thank you. That's why I I love this man. Always keeping things on the up and up.
1: Yeah. Valen, not to be overly direct, but you were, I know, kind of in a place where you didn't feel like your head was in the right place. Did you pull yourself together or where are you right now?
4: feeling like I might have settled onto some goals. I got bludgeoned into the ground by the champion of my faith's greatest enemy. So yes, I think I know what I need to be doing. Just want to
1: make sure we're ready or as ready as we can be for whatever comes next.
4: I'm gonna be. I've been hearing the word paladin a lot and that's led to a lot of talk of oaths and how we don't have any in my church. So I think we're going to write some and have a little ceremony and maybe I'll get something. A little bit of insight. I don't know.
1: Sounds like you're on the right path.
2: Yeah. Is there anything uh, I or the rest of us can do to help you prepare for the ceremony you want to perform?
4: I don't know exactly what it'll entail yet, but I have ideas. I'll keep you updated as to when we're going to do it. I'd love to have you in attendance. Just, you've all been a great help to me.
2: You know I wouldn't miss it. Also, I'll be performing in about a day or two here.
1: Great. What are you billing your act as? What are we telling
2: people to get them to come to your show? What's the pitch? Sites from around the world. Oh. I have traveled far and wide. True. And seen many, many things. And I would like to share some of my experiences with people.
1: I'm happy to support you doing that. I don't really think there's much I can do specifically to help, but it seems like you've got a good idea.
2: Especially helpful is that I picked up the Wanda of Pyrotechnics. I think at the end I might finish off with a little firework show.
4: It sounds like you've expanded the show you know, that we've done a couple times now. So it's exciting. Yeah. Do you have any posters?
2: No, most of the time we don't, we're not in any place big enough to promote like that. I can definitely start sketching something up and have it done by the end of the day if you want. You mean posters or flyers? I think there's a difference here.
3: Flyers would probably be easier, wouldn't it? Flyers would be easier. Then I'll do flyers. Okay. All
1: right. So just to talk about a few things we do have to do. Scriv, I know you wanted to go to the library and do some research uh, back Lots of research. at the Temple of Adar. Hopefully we can kind of have a consultation with Catherine Dunham, you know, the head cleric there, and she can maybe give us some guidance on how to refine our search or point us in the right direction. So I would think maybe we could talk to her today and that would help kind of guide our search and maybe give us some direction on how long it'll take. The other main thing uh, we need to do is we kind of have made a deal with Salvador Duststone Valen, he's...
3: Shady information broker or slash, something? Uh,
1: yeah, magic item creator, and he's pretty confident he give us some information we need about the artifact. But in exchange, he wants some schematics for some sort of magical bracelet. But that's going to take a little bit of time. I'm confident our success. It'll just take some time. So those are the main things I'm looking at that I'll be working on over the next few days. Akiva, I was hoping you might go with me to see a couple of the wizards at the Academy.
2: I would be actually okay with that. They might have some information on...
1: Yeah, especially because I know you've been sort of dealing with this sort of magical conflict and suppressing effect that's been happening.
2: Yeah. I would like to know as much as I can about it, so I would be completely okay with tagging along.
1: Okay, yeah, that was my thought. It, it's Scriv, griff- I don't know... I know we want more information on the artifact. We have this sort of Salvador's information. We could talk to the wizards about the artifact, but that does expose it to more eyes more people would be aware of it so I don't know how you want to handle that
3: I'd hold off for now I want to see how much research I can do in the temple of Adar and then I guess while I'm spreading the flyers I motion to Akiva I would look for any information on the artificer
1: so I think those are the main things I'm looking at I might connect with a couple of old friends it looks like I've got some time to be flexible but otherwise what else do we need to be aware of I'm sending some letters if anyone else needs anything posted I can do that
3: I have a couple of letters that I need to sketch out. I definitely
4: will, but it'll be a few days.
1: Yeah, sure, no problem. I figured we'll we'll send mail before we leave the city. Looking ahead, I know we have some loose ends here. We have a lot of things with question marks, including now this new Thule character hanging over our heads. But I think it might be beneficial to go to the monastery at Kakos next.
3: I was planning on sending a letter of intent anyway.
1: Yeah, we have sort of this out standing question about the order of mystics who are dealing with the whispered ones and that's the place we can make contact it's also less than half a day's journey from ornthal and Scriv, i'm sure you're more than welcome there so i figured it would be a good idea to at very least stop by and, and chat yeah akiva i think you'll like it
2: yeah Scriv, you've talked about it a couple times so it seems like an interesting place
1: yeah, And Vaylin, I'm sure it'll be something where you can find people you connect with as well. So at least even from a personal interest perspective, it, it seems like a, a good destination for us. I don't know where we go next. I know there's we're waiting for more information on the, the press gang. Solana. I mean, it's a long journey, but it, it might be where we have to go.
4: I mean, that's the only other place. I had let the entire press gangers issue slip out of mind.
2: It's okay. We, we mentioned to General Walsingham. Uh, the press gang was uh, where they were, and so she said she was going to send some men to investigate.
1: We've done our best to inform the proper authorities, and I think we're just kind of awaiting what would be next. At the moment, it seems like there's nothing we need to do, but that all could change in the next few days. If we're taking that on, I don't know if we'll be able to. It might be too much.
0: This would be years ago for Valen in Amaron. You proceed over to the docks. You see several lanterns lit along the wall that lines the edges of the docks. How close can I get on the street compared to, say, rooftops? Because of the wall, the wall kind of separates where a lot of all of the storehouses along the dock are compared to the interior of the main city. You could probably start getting to the rooftops after you pass by the wall and get to the major dock area. All right. You go for a bit before finding the cluster of storehouses before starting to head up one that's maybe a few buildings away from Branham's, and you make your way up, climbing to the top of it. You notice one thing, though. Most of the storehouses here, they're all dark. It's night out. But you do notice faint bits of light coming from the building that Branham had rented. So uh, I'm assuming you're going by roof pretty much from here, if you want. That makes sense to me. Just make uh, an athletics check for me. 21. You have no problem jumping across the small distances between the buildings as you quickly and quietly proceed to Branham's storehouse. You see there's a couple of windows spread out on each side of the building, it seems. You plant a foot and clasp a hand along the base of the window frame and are able to peer inside. You can see several crates stacked up along one area. It seems like this is divided by a few rooms. Uh, Some makeshift walls have been constructed to help separate the various rooms. From what you can see, this seems to be the main storing area, as you see the main door that you had seen earlier at the front. You see about four people wearing some leather armor. They look like, you know, kind of sailor types. Each has a crossbow like on their back and a scimitar at their side, and they are moving some shipments of things. You do notice as you're kind of peeking in initially, someone is getting nudged around one of the makeshift walls and seems to be being pressed into another room. They, however, do not look like they are wearing any armor. All right, then. Since you're watching for this long, after a minute or two, you see a dwarven man wearing half plate armor walk in short wavy red hair shaved on one side with kind of a long braided beard. How are our good little workers? They uh, pay all their fees? Yeah, mm-hmm. we have them all set. They have paid food and board as their contract suggested. Aye. That's good to hear. Good to hear. We have them right here. They're making plenty of coin for themselves and for us. Let's go around the corner to check out another room. This one, you do see a room with a uh, few simple cots. You see some people kind of just laying down, and they look a bit disheveled. Doors closed. Is this window locked? Yeah, you go to try the
4: window, and it doesn't budge. Let's try this, then. I'm going
0: to tap on one. I'm going to try to get someone's attention. One of the guys in the room kind of turns around and looks at you and just, like eyes go wide a little bit because you're basically like on the second story
4: brace my brace myself so I can lift one hand and just wave
0: give my best friendly smile roll general charisma 14 he kind of waves slightly and his eyes are still a little bit wide and he, he's just like inches over a little closer to the window uh, hi so how would you all like to get out of here looks back at the others it's hi, but at least we get fed. One of the other ones like in the back just like nods vigorously like, yeah, we'd like to get out. Like, please? Okay, I will get something
4: to break this window. You guys just have to hold the door closed for a little bit, okay? I'm going to go around, and then I'll get those guards to stop trying to beat your brains in. Then we can get you out. They all kind of look at each other
0: like, yeah, we're not the only ones. There's one other room, just so you know. I will get everyone. The, the key is getting rid of the guards.
4: And I don't want to go into the room they're all in, so I need a distraction. And if you guys are willing to help, I will get behind them. I'll deal with the rest. I don't need you to put yourself in any terrible danger. Just keep them distracted once I break the
0: window for you. Is that fine? They nod. and It's like, well, yeah, well, we can hold it for a bit. So we wait till they stop hitting the door, and then we run. Yes. Get ready to
4: block the door, do whatever you need to do.
0: Two of them get on either side of the door, one is at the back. Go ahead and just make a strength check. 20 total. So with a quick whack, the glass just shatters.
4: I chuck the rock into the room. Someone needs something to hit somebody with if they get through, and I am going to give them another thumbs up and book it to the other window as fast as I can.
0: Okay, make an athletics check. 16. You're able to get around back to where the other building is. By the time you get there, you notice like all the guards have turned towards one of the doors. That's kind of just out of your line of sight. You see the edge of the wall as they're kind of like looking towards this door. But two of the four have gone towards the door and like drawn their blades. Aye, they better not be leaving now or we'll make sure that they'll never leave.
4: <laughs> just bash it in and pull my way through. I don't mind uh, risking some
0: cuts. That's fine. Just make an attack roll.
4: 18.
0: No problem. You hit it, and even minimal damage, you just shatter the glass as you hit it with your shoulder and then flip out into the room. Make an acrobatics check.
4: 19.
0: So as you drop down, your feet hit the ground, you tuck, roll, and I'm assuming draw your greatsword as you're coming up.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm already spitting. I may as well just kind of roll into it so that I can get it out the uh, slit in the sheath.
0: So two of the guys are a little bit closer to you. Two are by the door. And then now that you're in the room, you see there's a, a little desk kind of tucked into the far left corner of the room, which is where yeah. Branham is.
4: Just going to spin around. And I'm going to attempt to just prick it club the back of Branham's head.
0: Running along the wall to get to Branham as you go to swing at the back of his head. Go ahead and make an attack roll. 18. <laughs> 18 does hit. Now that you're this close, you notice this half plate armor has like little tiny spikes on it. And he has a great axe leaning right beside him. And he seems to have been like going to pick it up as you like crash the window and bash him across the back of the head. So go ahead and roll your damage. 12 slashing. I'm thinking I should spike. Oh, that is 12 again. <laughs> so you just go to swing, your blade glows with your divine energy as you crack him across the back of the head. He kind of like slams into the desk, catches himself before his face fully like smacks it and just turns to look at you and a big, wide kind of mixture of angry and excited smile on his face. I'm smiling right back. He turns to look at you. Come and get me! He roars the last word almost as he goes to swing at you. That is 19 points of damage. After he swings, he pulls away from you. So you can get an attack of opportunity if you want.
4: Yeah, it's
0: 21. 21 hits. 12 damage. When you go to swing, you hit him and you hit him hard, but he seems to like almost ignore some of it. But he starts to run away from you down to the far end towards the door, and he gets up to it by the end of his turn. The two closer to you basically move to stand between you and Branham, and they are going to each take a swing with their scimitar at you. One misses, one hits, and the one that hits deals five points of damage. Okay. The other two have turned to look at you. The door opens. One of the two by the door gets bashed in the back of the head by a a rock. The other seem to, like, punch and, like, slam him against the wall. And with the four people there, they kind of swarm him for a moment and seem to knock one of the the guys unconscious. And then they start to bolt. The other guard actually goes to take a swing at one of them, but misses as they, like, pull away from him. You do hear your Deva Intara say to you, Valen. The one on the left seems a little bit slower, Valen. Maybe take out the one on the right first. That's the one that did cut into your side a little.
4: I will. Shield of faith. Gonna just... The better half is telling me
0: to go beat this guy. I'm gonna go beat him. Make your attack roll. It's 16 to hit. 16 hits. It's 12 damage. So with a quick smack, he goes tumbling five feet, rolls up and crumples, like, just not moving. Unconscious. So, on Brandom's turn, he's just gonna kind of yell out, Sorry, no one interested to fight right now. Maybe another time then, and bashes the door in and runs out. Coward!
4: I have a vested interest in this particular one, and I was avoiding the topic while we had young Ellen. I know the leader of that particular gang. Oh. Crossed faster than before, shut him down at one point. Years ago and I uh, had hoped that we would never actually cross paths again but now that we have I do feel a little bit duty bound to try and make another pass at him.
1: I don't like what's happening and it is an ugly loose end I personally want to find out if we're the ones equipped to handle it but I don't like unfinished business either so I'd agree that if we can we should.
4: If we can definitely discretion is the better part of valor here. Yeah
1: but it's an ugly thing. It shouldn't be happening, and if we can fix it, I support that. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I'm always okay to help with anything you guys need. Yeah.
1: All right, so I guess we'll we'll see what happens the next few days. If we don't hear anything, I'll follow up directly with my mother and see where we stand. We could always circle back, and we're going to struggle, I think, in the next few days with prioritizing. We have a lot on our minds (laughs) and on our list of responsibilities, and I know it's different for each of us, but I'm confident we can tackle some of these things and for the rest we'll just have to go for help to the right people so
0: whatever happens we'll do it all together and that is where we're going to leave this episode for today
3: thank you all for listening please share this with your friends and follow us on twitter at rules written or check out our website at dndraw.com and feel free to email any questions to the dm at dm at dndraw.com also subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Until next time.